Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious, for he is merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent, leave a blessing behind him. Yet even now, return to me with all of your heart. In the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, good evening. How is everybody? No, how grateful I am that you have come to church at 6 o'clock on a Wednesday evening. I will always be one to say this is by far the hardest service of the liturgical year for me. We had ashes to go this morning from about 9.30 till noon. Bishop Hector Montaroso was here. And between he and I, I think we told about 250 people that they were dying. And then we had a noon service. And I know personally I told probably around 30 people that I love, you are dying. And this evening, before coming to the pulpit, I took count, and there are another 50 people here that I will look in the eye and say, you are dying. Nearly 500 people I have looked in the eye today to tell them, from dust you have been made, and to dust you shall return. This does not fall light on me. My heart is heavy, but my spirit is free. So with that, I will say, I am grateful you have arrived to receive your ashes this evening. Amen. Well, with so many devoting themselves to sacrificing things near and dear to them for 40 long days. Did you guys know that? Lent? Yeah, it's 40 days. 41 days? What day is that? Who said that? Matthew! What, what? Good job. In the back, raise your hand, Matthew. Kudos, gold star to you. 41 days is Easter, but up until then, we are in the season of Lent. So I think it helps to maybe discuss why we enter into this exercise, which sometimes people want to avoid. But I'm going to say it now because I'm your priest, and that's what I'm supposed to do. Self-denial. I know. Janae, I see you laughing. <laughs> Me too. Yes, self-denial. 
Why is this time good to take stock of our lapses in piety? And why, during this season of Lenten, is it so, so beneficial to have a restart? If I say it another way, why this path we are on currently, which I will name the penitential path, is really where our hearts yearn to tread. So what has traditionally been a season of preparation, the goal of Lent is not simply to punish ourselves, thinking of all the ways we can deny and give things up. No, that's not the true meaning of Lent. The goal of this preparation is much, much more profound than merely throwing sackcloth and ashes upon ourselves. So there's this beautiful theological word, atonement. A big word that just means making amends, making things right. It's not our nature to do this. It is only by the grace and mercy of God that we can engage this practice of making amends. But I'm convinced it is a pathway to uncover our true natures, our true natures, thereby reflecting the true nature of our good God. So this is gonna require some work, dear people of God. It's not easy. It's just not. But I will say what is helpful if we can be honest with ourselves and first of all acknowledge our own brokenness. Without shame, without fear, we take off these masks that we have so carefully constructed those masks that make us feel so comfortable because we can keep people, like over here. We don't have to really let them know who we are. But what this time says is this, no more excuses, no more ignoring, no more lies, and no more excess. Today, our failures are brought to the surface. And guess what, you guys? When they're brought to the surface, we have to do something with them. And what God is asking of us is to hand them over to him. I don't want them because I have enough of them. Please believe me. I will enter in. I will hear what you have to say, but I can't bear all of them. But somehow, in the mystery and the goodness of God, he can. And guess what? He asks us, give them to me. Give them to me. That is how much he loves us. So this big revelation of Lent is that whatever you think that you are, whoever 
whatever you believe yourself to be at your core, what you truly are is this, a living sacrifice to God. Thanks be to God. Because our master and savior was first a living sacrifice to you. We belong to Christ. Our bodies, our souls, our minds, every breath that we take, every move that we make, all of it is his. All of it is good. And even when it's bad, sometimes, somehow it is redeemed. But I will say, good, bad, ugly, it's all his. And guess what? He wants it all. And this is the day, this is the season in which he says, give it to me. Really, now, give it to me. He wants all of it. If we can just garner the courage to give it, to hand it over to him, or for some of us, maybe just recognize, you know what, God, we, I, I really need to give this to you. I can't quite let go of it yet, but uh, I know I need to. You're in luck. Lent isn't just for one day. It's for six weeks. You've got time. And he knows that. So we assess ourselves by taking stock of what tendencies and habits may need to be stopped for just a little while, for 40 days, or maybe even for good, to see a little bit clearer. In acknowledging that we have strayed and been distracted from our true heart's desire and from our true love, Jesus, we reset ourselves, our body, minds, and spirits so that there is openings, byways for which our good God to enter in. So sacrifice and penance Giving up and saying I'm sorry are ways we can begin to see that we have gotten bogged down. We have become so enamored with who we are. Our own selves, our self-absorption, seeing life through our own lens, thinking the world revolves around us, but let me say, when we fast, when we sacrifice, when we say, I'm sorry, we begin to see. And we begin to give up those things we think we have to have. that are so very dear to us. And when we begin to give those things up, I will tell you something happens. You want to know what happens? Clarity. A beautiful word. Clarity happens. The act of humiliation or humbling ourselves means stepping away from us, from all that we need, from all that we think we need, 
And as we do this, our minds begin to clear, reflecting what the body is doing. We begin to simplify. We begin to declutter. We pay more attention to our deeper desires, not the stuff up here that just seems to consume and take over, but that which resides so deep that sometimes you have to dig. Dig, dig, dig. That's why we have six weeks to do it. Lent is not retribution from God, hear me say. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's preparation. What are we preparing for? It's movement to God. It's movement to him who is our true love. And when we have time, and when we decide to do the brave work of clearing all the clutter away, guess what? There's room for the divine to enter in in a new way. We have to make space. Because I'm right there with you. Life, kids, job, a career, a calling, money, whatever it is gets in the way. So you have to say, God, help me clear my mind so I can have more of you. Because when we do as he did, we feel that something is different about us. We recognize what we sacrifice is because we're marrying what he sacrificed. And our temporary pain, giving up alcohol, giving up chocolate, I don't know, maybe there are some really big things that we're endeavoring to do. Whatever it is, when you say, I'm going to do it, you enter into the pain of the cross. It's holy work. It's hard work. And I will say this, the further we step aside from our cluttered patterns, the more room we have to see his patterns and thus begin to see how his patterns are the deep yearnings of who we are. Why? Because we're created in his image. Our bodies, minds, and souls, all of his, all of it is gift. All of it. So what I would say is if you decide to enter into this Lenten journey, if you decide, okay, Mother Suzanne, I'm going to dip my toes in and I'm going to see what this is like for six weeks. I'm going to give something up that I hold kind of dear to me. I will say, when Resurrection Sunday comes, you will be different. Mark my word. You will be different.
Because when we understand, when we join with Christ, our true love, when we die to self, which is self-denial, on the other side of things, eventually we will join in his resurrection. And that, dear people of God, is the purpose of Lent. Walking with Jesus, we become boundless, unfettered by sin. We are free, we are limitless. Free to say yes to who we really are. We choose to take those dang masks off. Praise God. Do you see all those masks over there last night at the Mardi Gras parade and festival? Yeah, those come off. They're with us for one night. But I'm telling you, they need to come off. Because when we do that, we are free to be truly good and decent. We become the the person we desire to be through purging what needs to be purged and resting where we have stopped resting. All the while, God filling us with his grace. And isn't that what we truly want? We want it because he is the one who is there. He's the one that's been there all the time. And what has he been doing? Waiting patiently for us, his children. So practically speaking, dear people of God, I am going to invite you in just a few moments into the courageous work of the observation of a holy Lent. So practically speaking, what does that look like? I don't know, Mother Suzanne. My, my schedule's pretty full. I don't think I can add one more thing to it. Okay, then take something away. Well, Mother Suzanne, I don't quite feel as though um, I'm where I need to be in order to be good at self-denial Okay, add something to your life that will help you. So I'm not one of these priests who practices and says you need to take something away. In fact, I say the opposite. I always try to take something on. But for those in the room who I know, maybe you need to give something up. That's between you and God. But I want you to know it goes both ways. Give something up or take something on. Regardless, it is good, because you're thinking about it. So the three pillars of Lent, gold stars to anybody who can tell me what they are. Prayer. Oh, what, what? Aubrey? Fasting. Almsgiving. Three pillars of Lent. Prayer, pray a little bit more. Fast, give something up. Almsgiving, love your neighbor better.
That's what this season of Lent calls us to. And you're in luck. It's not for a whole year. It's only for 40 days. Anybody can do anything for 40 days. You can't. Because I'm going to be right there with you. So, if you're the praying kind, commit with me getting up at 5.50 every morning before your kids wake up and pray. Make your cup of coffee and let that be your sign. It's time to meet God. I'll be with you in spirit. I'll see you there. Find an avenue for almsgiving and charity. Serve your fellow neighbor in a way that you haven't before. I dare you. Walk across the street and introduce yourself to your neighbor. Say hello. I dare you. Celebrate on Sundays. This is a little little known fact most people don't know, but on Sundays in Lent, it's a mini Easter. So what you've given up during the week, guess what? You can take on on Sunday. It will taste better. It will drink nicer. It will feel better. Because you have abstained. So feast on Sundays. You have my permission. And how about this? Pare your life down. Don't buy so much dadgum stuff. Just say no. You don't need it. You don't need it. Don't buy it unless you need it. Simplify, declutter, focus on what matters. So dear people of God, you've got 40 days to experiment. Ask God what it is he would have you do. You and the Holy Spirit will come up with an answer. And when you do, tap me on the shoulder and tell me what you're doing, because I want to know. Because when you tell me what you're doing, I'll tell you what I'm doing. But it's my job to invite you in. This is your time for 40 days to give yourself to something higher than you. So do it with joy and with gladness, knowing you don't go alone. Amen.